gonna fucking tell me jack <laughs> welcome back to has it come to this podcast episode seven with me comedian david alfie ward and as always my friend my good friend a big man like ken what are you saying brother how are you we're back in the best place on the planet yeah this this is our cabin fever studios we've got everything from biggie to spider-man and R2-D2. <laughs> so um, it's, it's great. How you been, Ken? What you been up to? Uh, really good, mate. I've um, been keeping myself really busy. Uh, you can tell life's going back to normal now. Like people are starting you to- You can't say that when London's just been put in tier three. A lot of London okay, listeners. Okay, well, my yeah? life is going back to <laughs> yeah, normal fuck you a in, fuck, fuck you in tier so, three. I was, well, I was down London last week. Was it last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. Oh, when you said you could fit a kitchen in a, in a week and you did I it. did it. In, in what? In- well, 10, 10 days. It's not a week, is it? No, but you're no. a dickhead. What? You're a dickhead. You said, I'll do it in a week and we'll Bro, come back and do an episode done... before you go to France. Yeah, but I didn't know that I'll have to rewire the whole kitchen. Why not? Come on, bro. I would... How am I supposed to know I was supposed to do that? So, well, you... Hold on, why wouldn't you rewire? Well, because I, I assumed that the plug sockets were legit. I didn't know they'd been lashed in by some fucking weed smoking crackhead. Mm. That, I'm surprised my mum's house didn't burn down how bad it was. Really? Yeah, dude, it was real bad. So anyway, I've I got a couple of friends out at Sparky's. They came down and told me what to do. I'd done the first fix and, you know, luckily I had my best mate, Jason, sorted me right out. Well, he, oh, he, he works in electrics, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he managed to hook me up with electricians and, and nice. staff. Because and, it would have fucking cost me a bomb, bro. Like if I had to pay that out, it would have, that whole project so would have been that, ruined. So you took off the plug and it was like just... Like, I have to show you a picture, but basically, you imagine you've got a plug socket in the wall, yeah. and then you go down, and it's just a cable just duct taped together. No. Up. One of the cables, there was a cable in the wall, right? And it's, it's plugged into the plug socket, and then plastered into the wall. And I'm sitting there thinking- You can't put plaster on cable, no, or it So I'm thinking, what the fuck is this cable for? So we unplug it, nothing in the kitchen turns off, nothing in the, like, um, you know, we get the washing machine yeah. like, a little bit. Nothing downstairs has turned off. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck it is. So my mate's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Just bin it off. Pulls it out. We rip the socket out. Maybe two, three hours later, my mom comes down. Kent. I was like, yeah. She goes, I think I know what that plug was for. I'm like, what? And she's like, I think it's for the boiler. The boiler. They put it in perspective. The kitchen's on the ground floor. The boiler is upstairs in the back room. Nowhere near where this thing is plugged in. Right? It makes no sense whatsoever. So I'm like, how the, f again, this is how bad it's been done. So we go through, I have to reattach it. Nothing but headaches. Yeah. And then got there in the end though. Got there in the end. Welcome back to uh, Dodgy Electrics with Dave Ward <laughs> and Kent Roy. And, you know, if you've got any Dodgy Electrics you'd like to us to come and have a look at and we can. <laughs> oh, 800. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One, 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 one. <laughs> like the Ghostbusters for bad electricity. Um, no, well, my friend Danny Hutchins listens to this and he's a sparky. So he'll right. be he'll be listening to this like, yeah, you can't do that. You're fucking with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. He's, like, he's bigger than you, you know, Danny Hutchins. There's no man bigger no, than No, no, he's bigger than you. Oh, Charlie's bigger than me. Because, yeah, uh, Danny Hutchins is um, six foot eight. Shit, he's bigger than He's, he's bigger, a big, he's bigger than Charlie he's a as big, well. And he's wide. Oh. He's girthy. Yeah. 
So it's like that time when me, you, Toby went down to watch AJ boxing. Yeah. And you look like a micro man compared to all of us. Yeah. And I'm not a small man. <laughs> I'm, I'm five eleven and a half. We're the kind of people that walk down the shopping aisle it was, and everyone has to turn around and go honestly, the other way. Danny Hutch, I remember I, I kicked off once uh, and uh, and Danny Hutchins held me like just at the top of my shoulders, top of my arms, either yeah. side. I could not move and I, I'm like a grown man and I can handle myself. I can, I, I fancy myself against any, any fucking geezer. Yeah. And I, I felt like a little child. I, I could, I swear I was getting so angry. I was like, Danny, let me fucking go, man. And he was like, no, I'm not letting you go. And I was like, oh. okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So it's good, man. But other than that, how you been? Yeah, oh, good. Actually, Jesus Christ. How can I even forget? You're a superstar now. <laughs> I'm not a superstar. You know, French superstar. It's going to be walking on a red carpet and all that jazz sometime soon. Um, yeah, that, that could happen. We could but go make to sure, Listen, I don't care who else you know, who else you owe favours to. If I'm not your plus one, she better be fucking hot, mate. No, it's going to be Danny Hutchins, just in case I kick off. Oh. Go. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? How was it? It was amazing. It was, uh, I mean, just a, a, such a surreal experience, an experience that kind came out of the blue and uh, I didn't really know what to take of it or what to make of it even. Um, and when it, when it happened and somebody contacted me and said, you know, my friend is a, a successful producer and I've showed him your profile because he's looking for a London lad. And he he wants you. And he said he said he, he looked at you and he was like, "This is my guy." And I was like, "This doesn't sound like it's you know could be true." Because this I had this phone call like four months ago, yeah. and I thought, "Yeah, okay." And then nothing happened, and I thought oh, I was just one of those things. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's gone for a professional actor, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I get this message like, "Yeah, can you come out?" You know, like in a month and this was like beginning so then, of November so what was it like like obviously you got a train now or did they fly you in first no, no, class no no I got I got the Eurostar yeah um, which was which was lovely I liked the Eurostar and then the first night I went out there I've got some family friends in uh, a place called Nantes Nont. Which is, uh, I think it's called Nont. I kept on calling it Nont. So I was like, can you show me where Nont, where's the train to Nont? And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, he wants to go to Nont's town. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I went there for the first night and saw some friends I haven't seen in like 15 years, like old family friends of ours. Yeah. And they, I ended up getting absolutely rat So I don't really drink that much anymore. And, um, but you know, I was catching up with friends and then they would give me this beer and it tasted like liquid gold. It was really good beer. Right. And then I saw a family photograph that I'd been looking at kind of all night, kind of in my vision line. And there was two of them all of a sudden. And I thought, <laughs> and I looked down at, I'd looked down at the can and it was 8% beer. Now that is very, very strong. Is it? I, I yeah, mean, I yeah. don't So beer would be anywhere between four and 5%. Oh, okay. So 8% beer and I'm drinking it quick. And you're backing quick. it up. Oh like my God. And I was like, I've got to go to bed because I've got to meet my producer in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. I just had to stumble so, into bed. I was, I was staying in their toddler's room, like, like, like <laughs> finger paintings all over the room. I'm just like, just can I have some water and paracetamol, please? <laughs> and, um, that was great. And then it was, I, was, I woke up so hungover the next day, had to get the train back to Paris. Yeah. I had to swap, uh, stop in somewhere called Le Mans to, Le change Le Mans, Le Mans. To, 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 to change trains and then I bloody left my brand new like it was like a Parker kind of style jacket that I got last year in the cell you know when when it's coming out of winter so they sell off all the cheap like the winter stuff cheaper yeah and I was like I'm gonna look you know because that's a really nice jacket I wouldn't really be able to afford it otherwise so I treated myself to it waited for this winter 
lost it on a fucking train in the first outing. <laughs> the first time you <laughs> and I was it. hungover and I was like, can you help me with my jacket? And they didn't speak English at Le Mans. I was like, you fucking French bastards. <laughs> anyway, we get to France, meet the production. Couldn't go on my Tinder date. Right. Because um, I was meant to be recording Friday, Saturday off, uh, recording Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, recording Sunday. Um, but they had a gas leak at the, the the bar that we were shooting at on the Friday. So we had to change it to, to recording Saturday and I couldn't change my, my date. So I just walked around Paris on my own, so- can of Fosters, um, <laughs> just so I could pose with it in front of the Eiffel Tower. I literally walked the whole way at 15 kilometers. I did, I did 18,000 steps that day. Right with a can of fosses, a whole can of fosses in my pocket just to take pictures with it at, at all the landmarks. Why? Because I'm a weirdo and I think that would be funny. That is pretty weird. Yes. <laughs> so what, what was, what was like first down set like? like- it, it was, I mean, I get there the first down set and we're, we're on set and I'm not in the first scene. So I'm kind of just standing back quite watching these professional actors. You've got their own IMDB pages Yeah. and they're, they're, they're acting. And I thought, I can't do that. <laughs> I was sitting there like, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> they made it look so easy. Um, yeah. And then so we break for lunch and then now it's my scene. So they're like, uh, David, go to the changing room, get into water. So the, 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 um, the wardrobe woman, the, the stylist came and she gave me this clothes and she said to wear that because I had to do all that on my first day. Again. And they, yeah. they shaved a really bad hairline into me. I mean, I've got a bad hairline anyway, but they took me to so the first day I got there. I forgot to add this. They took me to wardrobe. So I had all these trying on all these different outfits yeah. and then they found the outfits they wanted. And then a, 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 a mobile hairdresser came in and she like the actress I was with, she dyed her hair like a bit lighter blonde and and the actor as we've got a really nice haircut and then she's getting like a razor blade out <laughs> fucking shaping and i'm like why are we doing this now you know so i had the worst like haircut when when you see it in the scene i take off my hat it looks horrendous really yeah and that's what it, that was what is meant to that's why you know and now so, i'm so so did they shave your head off then? In, in so yeah, so the, so we had a couple of, I've got, I had a few scenes before the head shaving that was like the finale yeah um and but as soon as the camera's rolling i I became I became Tommy, and oh, was that um, the character's name, yeah, yeah, and okay. and and I was really really good. The, the director came up to me, and said, um, said David, you're a comedian, and I'm sure you're a very brilliant comedian, yeah, but you have to be an actor because you are too naturally good, mm-hmm. and that was like because I was queuing in the professional actor. I was like, no, bro, you should say that now. Oh. It was it was almost like stand up in a way that as soon as that camera rolling, it was um so they do the little clacky ball, but of course in English they say lights, camera action, but in French they say something, something, anos. And I was like, why is that man keep shouting anos? And it, I think that means quiet or sound or something, or, or 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 I don't know. I kept on asking him, what does anos mean? And uh he he was like, No, I don't speak English. Um and um so can you so can you do like obviously you can't can you talk about the film or can you do Yeah, I can you, yeah. Can we reenact one of the scenes? I want to hear your acting skills. Do you want to see hear me as Come Tommy? On, let's, let's do a let's do a monologue. Right, I'll do I'll do the, the the opening scene with. All right. Uh, or trying to try. Let's no. Let's do let's do this scene. This is before I cut my hair. This is the scene where I'm with my best friend James in James's apartment. Yeah, we're drinking a few beers and chatting, and um, and this is how it goes. Uh, All right. So I'm there, yeah, massive stage, a thousand speakers, backstage VIP, you know me. Guess who I bump into? Uh, who'd you bump into? Bellamy. Bellamy? Bellamy who? 
But the lead singer of Muse, I told you I met him at Glastow last summer. What? How did you bump into him then? How did he even know who you were? Well, he came up to me and he said, all right, Tommy. He came up to me, remembered me. He said, how you doing? We're going back to my cabin for a few jars now. Care to join us? What? Guess, yeah, guess what I said? What did you say? I said, I'd love to, mate, but I can't. I've got to deliver Ed Sheeran's VIP access pass. What? Yeah. So you didn't go? No, I had to go to Ed Sheeran's uh, cabin. But do you actually see Ed Sheeran? You didn't? Oh, I knocked on the door and I saw his PA. What? Well, ah, That's the same difference, isn't it? Uh, All right, there you go. That's Tommy. <laughs> wow, Tommy. Do you know what? I'm quite impressed, mate. I'm quite, I should be a fucking actor. I don't know about me, but I quite fell into that role quite naturally, I think. But it was it was such an amazing experience. And the Airbnb they put me up was 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 nice. It was a bit gay. <laughs> it was a bit gay. There was, the, the soap was a dick. <laughs> I swear to God, right? The soap was a was a dick. There was a picture of two men kissing. Who turns out it was the executive producer because he said, "Oh, it was yeah." He was like, because it was uh, an apartment they always use, this production company. Right. So like, have you seen the the two guys kissing? I was like, yeah, I noticed that. He was like, yeah, that's me and my best friend just mucking around. And I was like, I and they put it, he printed it out, put it on the wall, yeah, on a canvas on the wall. And oh, the wank, so the soap. So when you when you took a piss or a shit, yeah, you'd have to go and wash your hands, obviously, and you would have the soap was on a rope. And it would hang off the tap, and it would—it was a sh- in the shape of a dick. So you'd have to wank off the dick. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No. You'd have to wank off the dick, lather up your hands to wash your hands. It was like the horniest Airbnb in the world. One day I was looking for sugar, right? And because make a cup of tea, right. they, they stopped my fridge with all like that was like we've gone to M and S in in Paris, and we bought you all M and S food. I was like, why are you doing that for? It's like oh, to make you feel at home. I was like, I don't shop at M and S when I'm at home. What are you talking about? And um, and I was looking for sugar. And uh, I picked up, there's this little uh, ornament head and it had like a lid. So I thought maybe that's a sugar pot. Right. And there was just a Viagra pill in there. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I, well, at least you were in there by yourself. It, it was um, it was the most surreal experience and, and I was I was surprising. And I don't want to blow smoke up my own ass, but I was really good. Like, and I will continue to act now. Once I get that footage. You feel, com- feel comfortable. Yeah, so, so the, the plan is that so it's French produced but English speaking. Yeah. So the producer's last um, production was a French speaking, and it got over a hundred million streams on French Amazon Prime. Wow. So this is—he's only a young guy. He's just turned twenty-seven. Wow. Yeah. And so this was his like next thing. What's his name? Do you know? His name is Florent Clozel. Florent Clozel. Yeah. I can't say that. <laughs> and and uh, or Flo. Everyone's calling him Flo, and I thought that's a girl's name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, but what it is is this is his next thing. So so Amazon and and Netflix over there have both asked him when are you going to do some more because they right. were so successful. They're like right, little right. little mini arts films about right. everyday life scenarios, and he wanted to do it in English next because he thought well, it was a bigger market. Bigger market yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is it. So we've made uh, four or five episodes of these little arts films, and um, and yeah, he's hoping that, that that will get commissioned for more, and then I get more money because the more that gets commissioned, the more your royalties go up. Oh, wicked! And I mean, Tommy, Tommy's character. I mean, I didn't write the character; it's not down to me. So I'm not saying this to blow smoke up my own ass, but he is the best character. Right. Uh, it's not not that's nothing to nothing do with to me, do that, but, but he's he works in uh, festivals. Yeah, uh, he's like cocky. You want to hear more from Tommy? He's the one character that you like. I want to know more about this guy. Oh, nice. You know. So that's good for me. It's good. Because I'm the one that plays Tommy. Yeah, so. yeah until they replace you. Yeah, until, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just, hold on. Hold on. What's Ryan Reynolds doing talking about me and Sheeran? That was, that was 
was meant to mean me. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, that's that's good. Right, so we should we should should move on from from France and um, and we should talk. We have, we have to talk about uh, Anthony Joshua uh, fight because it was, it was yeah, only a few days ago. And I know you're an Anthony Joshua fan. Which I'm a big fan, boy. Kind of, I don't often say that about yeah. things, but he's the only boxing I'll ever watch. It's weird because he's not even that good. <laughs> Shut up. Listen, I always back the Brits. I always, I will back the Brits, even if I think, nah, they ain't got a chance here. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was, when, when Hatton fought Mayweather and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, he's got a chance. Yeah, I've got a chance. But I, I just, I just don't get it. I find him very boring, very, I, feel, yeah. I find him very like, he's got no. But don't you think that's just down to the opponents he's having to fight? No, I'm talking about, like, you know, he's, his personality. Nah, come on, bro. Like, he ain't got no personality. He's like a robot. Mm, I think yeah I, well I didn't like I definitely didn't like his interview at the end he would have been better off fucking the interview off and just walking off rather than not saying anything I mean listen we all know the only fight to really be had if this was the UFC he would have talk, fought Tyson Fury a long time ago yeah right? belt or no belt like that's the only fight that anyone really gives a shit about Tyson Fury's the man to beat whether he's got a belt or not he's 100%. the man to beat and I'm 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 a I'm a Tyson Fury fan and I'm an AJ fan, I which is weird because it feels like you can't be both. It does, it, it does but yeah. it shouldn't. It's it's a, it's great for British boxing, and it's a fight that I want to see. The response that AJ gave he in the interview, it. he ducked it. And I, if that was if that was on the by boys and road, I'm like, blood. What are you saying? Because what he should be saying there is, I want what he said is, I'll fight whoever's got the belts. And if that means Tyson Fury's got the belts, didn't... and that means no, you want to fight the man, yeah. and yeah, Tyson yeah, yeah, Fury's yeah. the man. Yeah. Right. So don't because what he wants is if Tyson Fury goes and, and fight someone fight else, someone else and loses, and he's like, well, I'll have that guy then. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Straight away, you'll see how much he wants that fight. Yeah. Because because. Listen, I don't think personally, and I'm I'm not I'm I'm a big Tyson Fury fan because he speaks to me on a different level, being the traveler and having yeah. bipolar and, and being on the brink of suicide, all that stuff he's done. Yeah. Very inspirational person to me on 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 a personal level. But also if I'm just going in there with a boxing head on, he's a superior boxer, he's taller, he's got a better jab, he moves quicker, his footwork's better. AJ's best punch is is the right uppercut and it's a deadly, deadly punch. I don't yeah. see him getting that close to, to land a right uppercut on Fury. Yeah. Fury also, I see him in that Wilder fight. I mean, the first Wilder fight, I see him get hit with with the biggest right hand in, in, in heavyweight history and get up like it was nothing and start fighting back. Now, I just feel like... AJ's going to have to have a lot of luck on his side, you know, it, it, he's gonna to, have to, to, to he's beat gonna, Fury. If, if, if anything, it's all led up to this thing. He's going to have to really bring everything he's got. It's not going to He be, needs to pull Fury into a dogfight if he's got any a, chance. Yeah. He's, he can't outbox Fury. And it's going to be interesting for the sport of boxing. And I think it would be one of the biggest watch fights, you know, um, hands down. Regardless who wins, obviously AJ for me, like, like Fury's an inspiration for you. AJ's, like speaks to another demographic where it is, you know, you can be on the wrong side of growing up and then come up in a boxing gym and <clears throat> gain respect, gain momentum, gain support, all of that thing and, and change your life. Is he a bit robotic in the sense of, you know, he's very careful with what he says? Of course he is, but you don't know. You he's, know. he's too, co he's, he's too coached by Eddie Hearn. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I feel like in that instance, you know, when you're looking at someone being asked the same question, 
over and over and over. You got to remember, like Tyson Fury and AJ was a fight to be had before Tyson Fury even came back. Really, when he was first starting. Well, to Tyson come back. Fury obviously got banned from doing cocaine. Yeah, Tyson Fury beat a Vladimir Klitschko that hadn't been beaten in thirteen years. Yeah, in Germany, where where Klitschko, okay, is from Ukraine, but but fought always fought in Germany. That was his home place. Yeah. So he went to Germany. He outboxed one of the best in the last fifty years at boxing. You know, um, he wasn't explosive Klitschko, but he was a good mechanical boxer. Fury outboxed him. Won all the belts, became an undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, um, suffered with a, a mental breakdown, mental health breakdown, went on cocaine, ballooned in weight, got his belts taken off him because of the cocaine. Yeah. Um, so he's still, he's the, now he's come back and he's won, you know, one of his belts back. He's the man to beat. Yeah. And he's beat Wilder, who, who's knocked out every man in his path. Everywhere, yeah. And and he beat him convincingly. I see Tyson Fury, that's that's one thing I thought, I always thought, yeah, the thing about Fury is, is that he, he's he's not got explosive power, but he's a, he's a, he's a, he's an amazing boxer so, and he moves. But I see him in that second uh, Wilder fight, lift a man off his ground with a body shot. Yeah. And that, that shocked me because I didn't know he had that kind of, power in him he caught him with the body you know when you screwed it yeah yeah it, like i did with uh, you yeah and you broke my rib yeah <laughs> and lifted he lifted a mat and, and and he's six foot seven wilder yeah lifted him off the ground yeah i just think like it's one of those fights if aj wins great for boxing you know on every level if tyson fury wins great for boxing like I've got no ill will and I do want it to be a fight that actually happens. I yeah. don't want it to be what typical Or one of those like, you know, like the Pacquiao Mayweather for... where it, it happened five, five, six years too late. Too, exactly. Yeah. And it's just a load of bollocks. It and... needs to happen in 2021. It, if it yeah, doesn't happen yeah. in 2021, it's bollocks. then it's bollocks. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Well, Roland Dana White, take over boxing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, should we move on to some questions? Let's do it, man. Lou says, what's the weirdest thing that turns you on? Uh, weirdest weird weird um having my spots like squeeze on my face and shit that turns you on <laughs> yeah what can i say it's weird isn't it, it just does do you know when you just got so, someone... so when daniel's piercing a big spot on your nose you go fuck me getting out of bed in a minute i'm gonna fucking well normally she does it when i'm in bed oh right oh, so God, already ready primed to she knows what me. she's doing yeah, yeah 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 she's in there looking for spots yeah, 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 yeah. Ready, ready for it 100%. that is weird man it's not man that is no that's the question you, though I, I, that's the question you know what right i'm getting my back scratched as well all right that does it for me i always say i always joke i said if i ever had a girl scratching my back and having a blowjob at the same time i think i'll put the girl on the ceiling like uh scary movies <laughs> <laughs> i always I, one of my uh one of my like one of what i want to try in my life is have a girl on top of me having sex with me yeah. while another massages me like uh, like a professional masseuse but get, like when you're married with a wife just say to like a professional masseuse would you be okay if we paid you double? <laughs> if you just massage, you know, David's shoulders, get the tension out, and then I just ride him. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that's like, what? Hey, that's not. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? Someone might say, "Yeah, no worries. I'll just, you know." Weirdest thing that turns me on is a northern accent on a bird. I fucking love it. That's no, hang on, that's not weird. That is weird. It's not weird. It is because I like when they say, "Oh, fuck me in the cunt." And they always have to sound like they smoke 40 fags a day. Oh, fuck me, don't call me in gravy, you dirty southern bastard. But that's not, that's not weird. 
That is like I love I love Northern birds. Any Northern birds listen to this? Get out, me. I love Northern birds. Yeah, but that's not that's kind of normal. Like, you, like if I like an Irish accent or a Scottish accent, or that's not what, you like Joe. Yeah. Who? Like Joe. Joe, no. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it is weird. Uh, Andrew Bow says, show Kent the drill video. Now, hang on, who? Who wants to And say? Andrew Bow, but also I had to source the drill video from uh, a listener, James James Daniels. Uh, and he says, well, you can't just show him the drill video. You have to show him the Holy Trinity. Now, the Holy Trinity is... Uh, so Andrew and, and uh, James are both 30%ers, which is the last 30%. Um, of the listeners to the Fighting Cock podcast. So the last 10 minutes, you only get about 30% of you um, overall. And um, they started a WhatsApp group anyway. If you're a 30 percent you're in a WhatsApp group. And um, and these videos started to become like the holy trinity and these free videos. And now we even have a flag at Tottenham with um, with with three of these objects in there. Okay, let's... Right, this is the first one. Fuck, oh, mate, you disgusting bastard. Da, it, what, what are you seeing okay, there? hang on. What are you seeing uh, there, Ken? For anyone that wants to fucking know, there's a guy with a... Looks like a fucking long-ass drill bit drilling into inside his fucking... Bellend. Bellend, man. Go on. He needs urethra. Go left. Bro, I can't do it. What is this? Okay. What you got here? And I've, I've got to watch all three yeah, of Yeah, you got... Yeah, if you're... And, and then you'll be in Who sent this? Andrew. Uh, Andrew and uh, and James Daniels. Andrew and James, you're wankers. What is this? What is she doing? Okay, so I've got a girl dancing, but it looks like she's gyrating. Not too bad, all in leather. Yep, fair enough. Like a bit of leather, Ken? Ah! Uh! What's, what's happened there, Ken? Oh my God, why is it? Oh, uh, what's happened? So she's got a heel of her... Sh- oh, <laughs> David, there's blood, mate. No. Right, so right, you got to watch one more. I can't watch... Dan, you have to. watch these videos. You have to watch one more. Bro, these videos are disgusting. The last one is the tamest. So just so everyone's clear, I've just watched a video where a female has put a fucking six-inch heel... <laughs> into the urethra. Into urethra, winding and grinding <laughs> until blood comes out of that. That is disgusting, David. I don't... Oh, my Lord. What's that one? Why are these guys? Where are these guys from? Honestly, so I'm, now I don't watching, know. I'm now watching a naked lady with a rubber mallet with someone's testicles tied up so they're fucking red and she's whacking it with a Just mallet. Just banging on them balls. Bro. You ever like is... your balls getting slapped? Uh, no, man. No. You're that, my big My big ball is really sensitive. Listen, that is like, I don't like girls sucking it. So, or, or boys, so I'm not was, into that. So but I wouldn't like that. What was the purpose of me watching those three videos? Other than so you're, no, I, people just wanted disdain. to see your reaction, that and and now you're welcome to the thirty percent. Thirty percent. Danny says, "What's the strangest thing you ever got down the middle aisle of Audi slash Lidl?" <laughs> they have some random yeah, shit down there. Yeah, I think considering I went to buy food. Like my initial, like most people's reaction when you go to a food supermarket is to buy food. I bought a rowing machine. Well, in fact, <laughs> I bought two rowing machines. To be fair, did like, you? You must have gone for that. No, it was well. No, I went food shopping and yeah. I saw it and I was like, "What? They got a rowing machine? I need a rowing machine." Lockdown had just started, but before that, I was like, "I need a rowing machine for my gym." Yeah, it was like 130 quid, and I was like, "It looks can't decent." T- yeah, so I bought one. How was it? Was it was like, all right. It was all right. So I was like, I went back and bought another one. Can't complain. Two rowers, quits in, mate, you know? You got that air bike. Anyone ever gone on an air bike? You the just, devil oh, bike. Oh, my God. <laughs> this geezer. The first time I got to the gym, yeah? <laughs> Back before lockdown, Kent was giving me, like, personal training sessions. I've <laughs> got this new bike. Go on that. And I thought it was, like, a spin bike. But it's one with arms and it. I've... <laughs> 
I think you made a video of me going outside to be sick. I'm pretty sure you yeah. were sick within the first 30 <laughs> seconds. Like. No, no. Because I remember that at first I was like, this is a piece of piss. You were, you were mugging it yeah, off. Yeah, I was mugging it off. And it's, it's the worst thing in the world. Right. Liam McClare says, what were the frog's legs and snails like? I mean, I suppose this is to me. I didn't eat any frog's legs or snails. I ate cosmets every morning though. You, you, what, you done what? No, just we we'll have to you edit. Pull, pull it away. It's peaking. Like you know, you can't hear it peaking. Okay, sorry. All right, should we just go again? Sorry. Yeah, don't, don't pull it so close. Here? Yeah, because some reason I don't know if it's, it's on <laughs> okay. that on here. Okay, all right. Sorry. sorry. Um, Liam O'Claire says, "How were the frogs' legs and snails?" Now, obviously, that's for me. I didn't eat any frogs' legs and snails. What you didn't? Nah, I because the restaurants and stuff weren't open. I suppose. Oh, I did have. I went to McDonald's. I got a baguette. <laughs> So, so that is the most culture thing. <laughs> Listen, anyone wants to know anything about French culture, you know, come let me know. French cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> I had snails. I've had snails before. Did like, you like them? Like, yeah. And I, to be honest, I, I couldn't really tell. It tasted more like garlic. It was so garlicky. They, they, it's, everything's so, like, so garlicky. garlicky. Even like, the muck baguette was. I was like, fuck, since when did McDonald's do garlic? Yeah, it was kind of they weird. But I was at a like, paintball event and we were all out for a meal and then like everyone was ordering all this shit. My friend ordered the most expensive steak and come out of <laughs> half a fucking cow. And someone got snails and they're like, go and try one. They're so lovely. I was like, you're disgusting. That's wrong. And then my friend was like, I dare you. If you do it, I will. How old are you? I was old enough. But like, you know when someone says, yeah. if I do it, did you, you, And what did you see? So yeah, just just, just like a slimy it? bit of garlic thing. No, right? it wasn't even slimy. It, they, they kind of like, they obviously scooped it out of the shell already. Yeah. And they like put it into like a, a like a, like a scooped out uh, dough yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like- It tastes like chicken. Dough ball, no, it didn't. It tasted so garlicky, know, bro. I saw something. Amazing. I don't know where I saw it this week. It was like, everyone says everything tastes like chicken. You try like snake, you try alligator, you try stuff like, frogs, you know, stuff like frogs that. Frogs taste like chicken. Yeah, yeah, like frog's legs. But you know everything, chicken wing. Yeah, everything tastes like chicken. But you know what don't taste like chicken? Chicken. Eggs. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Scrambled eggs and an omelette taste so different. It's because of how they're cooked. But they, they're the same thing, essentially, isn't yeah, they? Like omelettes a, are butters. I don't like omelettes. Yeah, but it's like a sweet potato. If you boil a sweet potato, you take out certain, it reacts differently to when it's roasted. What is this exotic food you're talking about? Yeah. Sweet potato. <laughs> yeah, potatoes that are sweet? They're sweet and they're orange. <laughs> he also says, um, and how was watching the game over there? Uh, yeah, to be fair, I took the tablet with me with Sky Sports on it and... We they the whole time they were like we're going to be finished by five thirty you can watch a game but the Tottenham Arsenal game and they hadn't so I stopped production. What? There's, there's a picture of me. There's a picture of me sitting there with a tablet and a big ass camera behind me and everyone was just like they took like fag they they love cigarettes in right. in, um, in in France. And yeah, I just I just sat there and I was like, well, no, I t I told you this is what I'm you know this is what is I'm it, here and for it's because it ran over. Yeah. Look behind me. There's a big camera behind me, <laughs> and I'm sitting there with a tablet. And they're like, just patiently waiting for me to. They are literally <laughs> sitting on the side of the sofa. Everyone is just sitting there, looking at you, watching football like a cunt, <laughs> thinking this English bastard. <laughs> what? Were they? Were they French? Were they? Are they Scouse or French? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's right. Do you know what I mean? That is Hollywood. That, that I is told Hollywood, you, I'm I the talent. I fucking do what I want. Um, uh, Dale says if you could bring anything back from the past what would it be I'd bring my fucking coat that I left in fuck, on the train <laughs> you can't bring your coat back <laughs> like you've got to recycle what would you bring uh, I'd bring back uh, I'd bring back Keenan and Cal 
Keenan and Kel, Sister Sister, Saved by the Bell, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is kind of still about, but yeah, I'd bring back Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel was good, wasn't it? That was fucking wicked. Sister Sister's shit, but yeah, but it's you know, Saved by the Bell was all right. Yeah, yeah. I put the screw in the tuna. Do you remember that? Um, put the screw yeah. in the tuna. So you bring back Keenan and Kel. I bring back my coat. You bring back your coat. Yeah, yeah. But you can't bring back your coat. You need to bring back something that's older than your coat. You lost your coat like two weeks ago. There was one thing you could bring back from the past. What would it be? My hairline. <laughs> <laughs> See it. I changed my mind. I want to bring back my hairline. I want my afro back. Let <laughs> uh, move on. Uh, David, David says, have you ever pissed the bed as an adult? What? No. Who? No. I no, haven't. But adults do piss the bed. Only drunk adults piss the bed. Yeah, that's true. I've never done it. And I don't know how, because I've been fucking obliterated, but I've managed to always, my brain's always managed to wake myself up. To go for a piss. Right. Um, but my friend um, I used to hang out with uh, a long time ago. Uh, we used to go to a lot of football away games with John. And uh, he he's known for getting very pissed and, right. uh, and went in the bed. And was at, was in Liverpool <laughs> for an away day at Everton. And um, we went out in Liverpool the night before. Anyway, it was all out having a drink, going from bar to bar, you know, back when you could do that. Yeah. And uh, John cracks on with this big, type that's, that's john's type yeah yeah and uh he's like oh, i'm going back to us lads i'm going back to us. i was like yeah good on you we so we went back to our apartment our airbnb yeah and about 4 35 in the morning like we hadn't long been home john's knocking on the door i'm like what the f-? so i'll go answer it i'm like john what happened i thought you stand at birds house. he goes oh fuck it i woke up i had pissed the bed <laughs> So I left. Shit. And I was like, oh, he fucking hell. He yeah. He crept out in the night. Yeah, he crept, he pissed the bed, woke up, realised next to this bird in bed, pissed the bed. Anyway, we, we well, next day we go to the game, we're coming out of the game and he gets a text. He goes, oh, that bird's texted me from last night. Oh, shit. Oh, God, what she said. Uh, and she said, hey, lovely to meet you. I'm so sorry I pissed the bed. <laughs> she thought she did it. <laughs> she thought she pissed the bed and then he got up and was so disgusted and left. <laughs> so, here's what it is. Uh, uh, I know. I mean, uh, I know. That's just disgusting. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's, really, it's really disgusting. Mm. Um, Billy says, would you rather have sex with a hideously ugly person or a beautiful, beautiful, fresh corpse? How fresh? I mean, did she die in the moment? You know, like, was the sex so good that she like passed away? Yeah, like you ain't the- never, you, I, I, mate, you ain't never fucking a girl dead. Yeah? yeah I, I don't look at you and say, this man can fuck a girl dead. You ain't got that. Do you know what I mean? Well, huh? you never know. Nah, man, people don't die in four minutes. I know, I, I, actually, funny story. My, one of my friends actually. Fucked a girl dead? Younger. No, no. He thought he killed her. So he, he fucked her. She had epilepsy. So oh she had epileptic fit, fell off the bed and kind of like passed oh out. Oh my God. And so he's like, holy shit. Like she basically orgasmed and had a fucking epileptic fit, dropped on the floor. He thought she was dead. So he's running there, like to get his uh, flatmate. He's yeah. like, bruv, bruv, I don't know what's happened. Like, so he's in there with these fucking pants. Yeah. Like, and she comes in, like he comes in and they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He's thinking, I've just killed this girl. Like she just died on me. And then she wakes up with two black men standing over like, hey. And she's butt naked, like all over. Oh my God. Yeah, it was awkward as fuck. And that, just, that's like, horrendous. He, he didn't know the girl. He'd just taken the girl back. I remember when I was in Amsterdam and I did a show um, with my boy, Dane Baptiste, big up Dane Baptiste. Yeah. And um, we went for a drink after me and Dane and, and this girl from the show. And I was like, oh, this girl's probably feeling Dane. He's he's more successful. He's very famous. Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, I'm just, you know, me and Dane go way back. So we're just having a drink. And then Dane goes off to smoke and he, she's like, oh, thank God Dane's gone because I'm, I'm like, I wanted to chat to you. 
right? right. I was like, what? All right. Yeah. And uh, they need to go get a smoke. So I'm like, right. They said he's coming back. So I was like, fuck this. We're, we're leaving. We're going. So, so I text Dane. I was like, I'm, I'm taking the girl somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, cool, man. No worries. He, he won't. He, won't he don't care. He don't okay, care. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's my boy. And um, I was like, I'm going to brag. And we was going for breakfast the next day. I was like, I couldn't wait to brag. So we go from one bar, one bar. And then this girl's a cocktail waitress. And she's still a friend to me today. Um, so she might listen to this. I'm not going to name her, but she'll know. And, um, <laughs> and she's like, do you want to come back to mine? And I'm like, yeah, yes, I do. And um, we, she was like, I'm going to make you some cocktails at, at mine. I was like, cool, you're a cocktail yeah, yeah, waitress. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So she makes this. And now Amsterdam, the houses are very narrow and tall, right? Okay. They're, they're very narrow. So the stairs are very steep and narrow as well. They're fucking weird. So she makes these cocktails and it was a weird shaped house where the, the kitchen was a floor above the bedroom, right? right? right. Anyway, so we, she's got these two in hand. She's like, come, let's go to my bedroom. So I'm like, cool. So she's walking down the stairs. I'm just behind her. And the stairs are so narrow. She slips. Oh, shit. And she's hitting her head off the back of the stairs. Like, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And like, she doesn't respond for a few minutes. And I'm standing at the top of the stairs thinking, if this bitch is dead, I look like I've murdered her. Yeah? Because and she wasn't. She, you know, she wasn't. And we had a good night. And then I bragged today in the next morning. And uh, he just... All he wanted to do was smoke weed, so he didn't give a shit. And um, <laughs> anyway, it was great. And she, she's still, like I said, she's still a really good friend. And whenever I went back to Amsterdam, we'd hang out. And yeah, and, uh, yeah she don't live there anymore though. But you know, is what it is. Um, I don't know how we went on that t- tangent, but I would never. I would to answer the question. No, I wouldn't have sex. I would just have sex with a hideously ugly person. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think it'd be quite quite <laughs> yeah. hard to have yeah. sex with a corpse unless they died in the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, Hollyburn says. Uh, would you rather know when your parents are having sex or know your parents know when you're having sex? I'd rather they knew when I was having sex. Yeah, but that's been more often. So like, say like every time you bang, every time it it, it, it goes into Danielle, I'm sorry, Danielle, that's very graphic. And it just as it slides, it's gone past that first inch. Your mum gets like, beep, 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 like in her head, like, and she, she envisions it. She can see it. Te- telepathically no no but I've, I've, I've added that she can telepathically like you know like a cartoon she when a thought when eyes. a thought bubble comes and then you know uh, that's what she's looking so she at she can see through my eyes she can see what I see that's even better see see Danielle thinking is this I over yet I definitely have that huh? oh, oh Dawn looking at Danielle direct in the eyes thinking that is her burden she had to close her <laughs> eyes because I'm in it <laughs> yeah man I just, I, I just I think I've got to the point where I don't think my mum's active anymore, so it's a safe yeah, bet to know. I don't know. <laughs> She's married, but yeah. like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? That's the last thing I want to see, bro. <laughs> well, that's it for the questions anyway. And that's enough of that. Let's move on. And now we have Reese's Pieces. Yes, you, man. What are you saying? Um, this week's fact, right? I wanted to move away from aeroplanes because we had two aeroplane facts in a row. But I still wanted to go with something, you know, gets David off, you know, that gets the blood pumping down there. Anyway, um, so this week, my fact is about babies and animals. Now, um, did you know that babies cry with an accent? So a French baby will have a French cry and an English baby will have an English cry. Right? And if that isn't mad enough, just to really mix it up, throw this in there, cows moo in a regional accent. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure that works like... Um, moo in Liverpool. I don't know. Or is it like moo down in Birmingham? I'm not sure, but cows have regional accents. Babies have uh, cries in different accents. Do you think that's real? Um, I mean, 
I'm not one to question Reese. Uh, I don't ever, I don't ever fact check Reese. I just go, oh, give us a random because he's he's got like he's a, he's a he's a sperm mongler, isn't he? A what? A sperm mongler. What the fuck? She's is a that? person that has lots of random knowledge and facts in their heads. Uh, yeah. So Reese, oh Reese. Uh, I don't fact check Reese, but I don't um, have any reason to doubt Reese. <laughs> right. So I'm going to go with that. It's real well, that the babies cry at a regional accent. I now want to Google that. I want to. I want to hear sure. a Spanish baby, a French baby, a German <laughs> what baby. About the cows. I think the cows is. You know what I did learn the other day that um that that, that wasps. You know, if a wasp, um, if a wasp goes on a train, yeah. You know, if it flies onto a train, cl- doors close. Yeah. It it can look at landmarks and then get home. What? Yeah. Uh, like a homing uh, pigeon. Like a wasp can, yeah, a wasp, I don't even know what else they're, they're, they're there for. They're just little fucking shits, aren't they? But they, <laughs> you know, they're no cathedral over a church or something. It just, it just, that's that, it. Maybe that's what, that's what God put wasps, because everyone goes, like everything in the earth has got a purpose, right? But the wasp hasn't really. No, it's a devil's creature, isn't it? Yeah. That's what they say. Well. Because all it does or, is go out there to sting. Or maybe God put it there to be tour guides and no one's, you know, taking no it. Taking and the wasp are just floating in your face like, come and do my tour. I'll show you, I'll show you St. Paul's Cathedral. Fuck off, wasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find somebody else. <laughs> I'll sting you. Fuck off. <laughs> well, that, that's quite interesting. I, I, yeah. Whether it's true or not, I i can't doubt Reese. Well, Reese yeah. is a good guy. I, I love Reese. He's a... He's a, he's a he's a model, and I always forget. Like he put up something on Instagram the other day of him, you know, back when he was in the height of his modelling career. He used to go and do like Paris Fashion Week and Milan Fashion Week, and yeah, yeah, and do all the the runway catwalk stuff. And um, and he was wearing some awful get up, and I was like, what? The-? And he's butters as well, Reese. And I'm like, why are you <laughs> like this international model? You know, he did a model shoot for recently. Uh, we were talking about boxing earlier. He did he did um, a shoot for the Matchroom uh, merchandise. Oh really? With Connor Ben. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Nigel Ben's son, yeah. He was standing there like looking all like hard like He doesn't fight though, does he? Like Reese knows boxing, but right. he ain't got it. He ain't got that fighting man yeah. spirit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I said to him, if we if I do because next year, ideally, I want to get fit enough to do like a white collar charity fight, raise some money. We you yeah. spoke about backing it as well financially, yeah, yeah. like you know, putting some money to charity. Yeah. I would I would have you in my corner, obviously. Yeah. But also have Reese just for a laugh. Just for a and laugh. He could be my spit and bucket guy. And I, I, I keep I keep saying to Reese, oh, are you gonna send me some of that matchroom stuff? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that matchroom, I want a nice little matchroom hoodie, please, Reese. Go on. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, yeah, man, I get tickets to fights and I get some merch in it. I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Where's the hoodie? I, I'll tell bro? you my postcode. Just, just send it on down. You know. And I, the way, worst thing is, I'm always slagging off Eddie Hearn because I think he's a bit. Of, he's too much of a showman and a bullshitter and a yeah. kind of. You know, like, you know, sell ice to the Eskimos kind of guy. And that's too much like me. So I'm like, fuck you, Eddie Hearn. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. One, yeah. But if I get some merchandise coming my way. You're going to rock yeah, it. I'll, I'll rock it. Yeah, I'll you would. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. But there you go. Um, so, yeah, cows moving in a, so a, like, like reset. What do you think of that? Uh, no, I, listen, it, it could be true. I don't know. I've never really listened to a cow moo. <sighs> there are cows. Sometimes, I swear, one time I was watching an alien documentary. There's yeah. a farm across the road from from my yeah, house, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, it was when I first came up here, and um, I was watching an alien documentary. It was winter; it was dark. Proper deep into this alien documentary, I was watching, and then Mum was like, "Can you pop to the shop?" I think I had to go pick up the Indian from the takeaway, right? So I was like, "Yeah, cool." So I opened the gate. We got like a you know like manual open gated entrance, yeah. And a cow 
because it was pitch black mood. And because oh, I've been shit. watching this alien doc, I shit my eyes, I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Yeah, it went, nah! and I was like, no, nah, man, please don't come for me. <laughs> I remember being like, we pulled up somewhere and like there was the cows where we kind of pulled up, like to yeah. have a break or whatever from driving. And like, there's these cows, there's little cow, or whatever. And we've gone up and was like, oh, look, there's a cow. And my friend's like trying to stroke it through the fence, right? And then all of a sudden, all these cows just started turning and walking towards us. And we're like, bro, I don't think you should be like trying to touch a little cow. And then before you know it, these big fucking cows just saw us. Was it a little like, cow? Yeah. Don't touch the little cow. Yeah, 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 apparently not. And then the farmer comes out, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Oh, shit, sorry. Was yeah, you, your friend no, black t- as well? No. Oh, right. Because if you. Do you think a black man would go out and go out of, get out of a car? No, a black man would never get out of a car to, to and touch, touch a, cow. a cow. Why the <laughs> fuck would a black man do that? That is ridiculous. I'd love to see that. <laughs> that I said to God, if I was driving down the, past the farm opposite my house and I saw a black man get out of his car and I was like, Right, mum, lock the doors because this that man ain't man, that man ain't insane. Yeah, what is? He's a dangerous guy. <laughs> He's a dangerous guy. <laughs> but he's touching no fucking cow. Fuck oh hell, man, man, that's good. Well, thanks, thanks again, Reese. Always appreciate your input. And uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to Alex's random shit. Okay, number one. The um, one time a guy was going down on me and came up, looked me directly. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I forgot where we were for a second. I saw a legit look, had a brief look at my phone and a swig of my beer, and I thought Alex was just telling a story. All right, sorry. I mean, these are all from my diary. So. <laughs> one time a guy was going down on me and came up, looked me directly in the eye, and said, while well, doing a gesture. Compliments to the chef. <laughs> Compliments to the chef. Why would you say that? I, I don't know what would go through your mind to be like, mmm, compliments to the chef. Like, what? Like whilst going down. Is he complimenting her mum? Yeah, who's, who's the chef here? Or she's been cooking up that pussy juice herself. <laughs> Cooking up the <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. You don't cook juice. I've been I don't know. Stewing, for <laughs> stewing a while. it. Yeah, that is making right. it, it a nice little punch. That is yeah? right. Oh, that's oh. disgusting. Ladling it out. <laughs> oh, have a little, have a little cup of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My boy Chris once, where it was midway going down, and a girl stops, went, "Mmm, you taste so good." <laughs> And the reason I know that is because we went. For, well, not me, but she went for breakfast with a few of the lads afterwards, and. Um, and she and was he like, wasn't there. He wasn't there. He had to go work or something. Oh. And she was like, "What the fuck's Chris? Why did he midway trying to find my clip with his tongue?" Was like, "You taste so good, bro. Just concentrate oh, on you know what I mean. That's naughty. what I mean. That doesn't even rhyme under like. Do you remember bokatting? Yeah, yeah. Bokatting don't like the smell. It was like, um, yeah, no, no. Pum pum, I beat it, man. I eat it. <laughs> Do you know what? That's why I love being around you because there's not many people up here that would know about that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, well, well, what I just said there was vagina, me me have me have sex with it, but me not eat it. <laughs> so, um, which was like, because it was a thing and everyone was like, when you're in school, especially in London, I'm not sure about anywhere else, like to, to be seen as wanting to go down on a girl. A you were a bokeh. Yeah, bro. And it was, yeah. And it was like, and, but secretly. Everyone was. I swear. I, I remember thinking, yeah, yeah. No, Cause my friend Pascal. Yeah. Got caught bokeh. <laughs> so everyone called him a bokeh, right? <laughs> oh, you bokeh. It's think of pum pum. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I was thinking, 
Lucky bar, I can't wait to eat pussy. I was like, <laughs> and I swear I knew from there, it's my fetish now. I'm like, uh, girls can sit on my face, I don't care, right? Yeah. I, I'm like, I, I, I love it. I love it. But the thing is, you've got to be careful when you, like, you've got to kind of, every woman is very different and you can't go in with the same technique because it's not a one size fits all. Right. Right? It's right. not, because I remember my friend came up to me and he'd been going out with a girl for a few years ago. He goes, Dave, I'm amazing at eating pussy. You know, I was like, <laughs> you're amazing at eating your girlfriend's pussy because you know how she likes it. And there's no shame in it, lads. Right? No shame in it, boys. If you're going down on a girl, just ask her, say, do you like a little tongue pressure? A lot of tongue, up, down, side, side, in a circle of eight or whatever. <laughs> the figure just, of just eight, the alphabet. Li- li- literally, you know, do, do you want me to hum kumbaya? I don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> There's no shame in asking. Don't go down there like you're fucking Captain Kirk and you know what you're doing. You don't. Everyone's different. Do you know what I mean? Every vagina is perfect and special. So you're telling me you're going to take a, a little uh, Q&A? Oh, well, I will do it. I saw, always. Yeah. I, I will say to a girl, I will say, listen, at some point... You're gonna sit on my face, all right? I'll just say, it. yeah. I'll say, I say to, I, I say, just, I know we just met, but I say, listen, point. my face will be leaving in about half an hour, and I want you to be on it, all right? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I have never said that, right? It was, it was, it was on the song. Uh, um, but I will say, if if, if we if I'm going to have sex with a girl, I will say, how do you like being gunned down? You got to do your. It's like, do your how research. do you like your steak? You're not just going to cook everyone's steak. How you know? Of course, no. If, if somebody has their steak well done, they can get in a fucking bin. But yeah. But like, you just just there's no shame, and and you know you, you don't need to ask that much. Like little tongue pressure, the tip of the tongue, the fucking main part of the tongue, up down left right. Do you know what I mean? I'll sing glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. You know, I don't whatever, but. Just there's no shame in asking. That's all. I don't know where I've gone with this. <laughs> you just got into <laughs> your deepest, darkest diaries of how you survived the bowcatting era. Huh? I, I'm number one bowcat. Number one bowcat. Could you like the smell? All right, next one, Alex. <laughs> number two, um, guy and I are doing it. It's going well. Then he starts growling. This continues till it's over. I ask him about it later. To which he says, "We all have our kinks. Mine is that I become a demon." He had red LED lights in his room to add a satanic flair. We never hooked up again. I'll tell you this now, and I'll say this, Kent. <laughs> that man, 100% white. Oh, yeah. oh One million percent one white. One million percent. Yeah. There ain't no black guy growling <laughs> with fucking dark light, red lights on. Why, why is every, like, this is why I'm so sick of white people. <laughs> you know, like, why, what is wrong with white people? Why is it always some shit like, I want to be a demon. I'm marrying a ghost. You know, like, <laughs> They're always white. Bro, always. I, I, I listen, oh, I'm, I'm marrying my dog. Are you? Are you white McWhiteson? It's always but the ones that crack me up are the, the the young white guys that um start banging old super grannies, like 90 pluses. Like they're the and they're like proper proud of it as well. Like, yeah, we're just Listen, if you're gonna great. if you're gonna talk about Wayne Rooney, you at Wayne Rooney. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, listen, if you're gonna go on a date or hook up with someone. And you walk in their room and they got some red lights. You might be thinking, ah, oh, cool, he's trying to set the mood. Mm. But when he starts growling, the only thing I think of, again, is that, that um, uh, don't be a menace while drinking gin and juice in the hood. Mm. Like, if you've ever seen that film, there's a part where he takes this little innocent girl and he's like, we'll go in the back of the back of the truck. She's like, oh, I can get a little bit freaky. He's like, yeah, I like it freaky, man. <laughs> and he takes her to the thing. He's like, so why don't you get a bit, why don't you get a bit freaky, babe? He's like, yeah? Yeah, get a bit freaky. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was punching him up. 
You never have a girl punch me up. Like <laughs> you, you don't know what you're opening up, man. No, be careful. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, for me, I'm not about yeah, that. Yeah, not about that, that devil, devil worshipping, <laughs> devil worshipping. I'm gonna fuck you and become Satan. And cut Jimmy. a goat's throat. Yeah, <laughs> Lucifer. No, no, get out of here. Next one, Alex. Okay, I think this might be the last one. It was my first time ever in like three years, and after having sex, um, oh, hang on, one sec. It was my first time ever, and. After having, after she came, it was awkward for us both. So I don't know why the hell I did this, but I pressed my index finger against her clit and said, "Ding dong." There's a running theme here. There, there is. Uh, there is some guys, men, boys, whatever, that do not know how to handle the pussy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely. Uh, Hang on, ding dong. But my question is. Do you reckon she came? I don't think she came. Mm, I don't think she came. I think he came in her and then said, "That's you." Because I've done that. I've done that when I was 17. I was shagging this girl. I came in her and she goes, did you come in me? I go, no, that juice must be all be you, baby. It wasn't. It was me. It was definitely me. You thought you got yeah. away with it as well, didn't you? My guy once told me that he uh, was fucking this girl. He came in her. Then he put his thumb in her vagina. Right. So he got like his thumb was covered in both their cum. And then he wiped it on her forehead and said, Simba. <laughs> and walked away um, that guy's a fucking legend <laughs> can you imagine Chris Betts by the oh way comedian God. good comedian Canadian comedian that, Chris Betts that is fucking brilliant that, that, that is yeah fantastic <laughs> but yeah I mean so if everyone's thinking that these Alex's random questions are a bit weird it's because we fucked up the recording yesterday yeah and he's not here because he can't come here today so yeah we're doing it without him. So we've taken his pre-recorded questions from yesterday's episode, which my microphone wasn't on, and now we're trying to answer it, man. So it might not sound 100% as it usually does, but we've done our best, and and we couldn't not get an episode out to you guys. Um, yeah. So thank you for understanding. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it, really. Yeah? Yeah. I think we've done... done just, as I said, we had to re-record the whole episode. So we're not doing David versus Kent. No, I, no I think we, we did a date day versus Ken yesterday. I won, um, <laughs> but because my 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 microphone a, wasn't on. That's a good point. Hang on a second. No, no, it's void. It's not. It's void now. It can't be void. No, it's, of course it is. No, I won yesterday. No, you season won. champion. I want my trophy. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to come with a Christmas episode next week. Oh yeah, just before Christmas, and um, yeah, I just want to say before we go, if anybody out there this week is doing their Christmas shopping, um, I would like to say, please, um, if you can afford it, of course, buy extra pairs of hats and gloves. Because last Christmas I took a load of donations, all in my boot of a car of coats, jackets, hoodies, hats, gloves, and I made food parcels and I handed it out to every homeless person I saw in London and had a chat. And you know what? The, the one thing I did find is that that most people just want to have a chat because especially like the people that sit outside London underground stations, they must get walked past a thousand times a day and just looked at, looked over like they're not there. But the one, you know, so it was nice to, if you can just give them a smile, ask them how their day is, I bet you that goes a lot further than you think it does. But also if you can afford a, you know, you're in Primark where it's cheap, you can get a pair of gloves for a pound or a hat for a pound. Just put an extra pair of gloves and maybe just keep them in your car. And if you see a rough sleeper, just offer. They might have some, but just offer. And and that would be really, really, a really nice thing to do. And, you know, and um, and, and thank you if you were to do that. And I want to say thank you to everybody that's contributed 
to the podcast through questions, coffee buying, um, listening. We we always get so um, overwhelmed when we see like listening figures and 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 people that want to be involved in the podcast and asking questions and messages us where where is the podcast and and it's great. So thank you so much for that, and uh, we'll see you next week for the Christmas episode. I think that's it. You you got anything to add? No, mate. That's it. Yeah. Looking forward to the Christmas special, bro. Always be a bow cat. Always be a bow cat. Peace.